G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning podcast that is sometimes about neighbours. And fuck me, this is a great week. Not the neighbours, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that, but uh, this has been a great week for the podcast, I'd say. We have oh, had a you're, fucking... you're just bigging yourself up. I wasn't sure yeah. what, where you was going with that at all then. I don't think you were. Um, <laughs> as far, oh, it's been a great week. Oh, really? Have you been to the park? Did you get a good deal on a latte somewhere? Just saying this has been a good week means fuck all. What do you actually mean? I mean, this has been a great week for the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. How so? How so? Well, we featured on Hardcore Listing this week. If you haven't already heard that or heard of it, we have been on there and that has gone down an absolute storm. Uh, I really loved what people have said about it uh, and the reaction that we've got from that. it was loads of fucking fun to do as well. We had a great time doing it, and it's really great to hear it come Have out. you listen to it? Yeah, of course I did. You're fucking egomaniac. I don't <laughs> listen to myself. Fuck me. The sound of my voice is fucking grating after a while. I certainly didn't want to listen to a full podcast on it. No chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> well, you're lucky that some people do want to hear your voice. For yeah, a cheers, full everyone, because it has done pretty well by the looks of it and by the sounds of it. So that's really nice. Um, we wanted to give it a go. We, we were a bit nervous about doing something different on someone else's show. Um, so thank you to everybody who's given it a listen and everyone who said they quite enjoyed it. It's pretty nice, that. Cheers. Yeah, it was very nice. Uh, and another th- another great thing about this week... I got a great deal on it. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, we also debuted our Versus series against Coastal News. Yes, the spin-off. The, the spin-off, yeah. We have gone to war with Coastal News, battling out which one's better, Neighbours or Home and Away. Uh, that came out on Wednesday. Uh, it's on both our feeds. It's on ours and it's on Coastal News's. And that has done so so well. Like, What's the crowd with that? Have we won? What's the deal? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we've won yet. I don't know how we measure winning. Because on the on the episode, we say, oh, the listeners can decide. Neither us or Coastal News have put any kind of poll or anything up. So... No, Coastal News did put a poll out. And it yeah, said theirs who's... was good. Theirs was funny. <laughs> they just put their person, their person, their person, their person. Funny that. Well done. If we one, we both have to do an actual poll. Otherwise, it's a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> and everyone else's. And, it, and we need to d- get that before the next one comes out because then it's like having a you, you one nil up and oh the other team the other team's got to come back with whatever we do next time if we do another one. Um, but if there's no poll, someone put a fucking poll up. I'll put a fucking poll up, and we'll get. Oh, I know up. about your poll going up. Thank you very much. Let's try and sort <laughs> out which is better: neighbours are home and away. <laughs> and this has been a great week because I got my poll up. Oh no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, uh, so just to just to bring the week and the excitement back down, we have watched some neighbors this week. Yeah, what, oh. you made that sound like we watched some neighbors and proper killed it. 
<laughs> that's what that sounded like then. You know what you said as well at the start? You said this podcast is sometimes about neighbours. It is sometimes about neighbours. I think over the last couple of this podcast, the actual Neighbourhood Rewatch, it's been a little bit more about neighbours. We've actually spoke a lot more about neighbours and less about ourselves. So I'm wondering if that's going to continue because fuck all happened on Ramsey Street or maybe we will have to find out about you and your wife that's 10 years younger than you we might have to do that again this week i don't know we might have to uh, and it's 15 years by the way just jesus <laughs> just for you fact fans out there <laughs> do i talk about some neighbors first and we'll see if that comes up yeah uh, do you think yeah let's uh let's talk about mike and jane first because they are newly engaged which we all saw coming we've seen it from the promos uh so Mike's we saw it last week as well. Mike was getting the ring out, but then Jane was tired. She yawned and he said, I'm not gonna ask her to marry me now. Made no sense. <laughs> this this week she's had a nap. Um <laughs> so we're cracking on with it by the looks of it. <laughs> to be honest, she just she does every scene, she's just like, Oh fucking knackered, you know? Mm. Like is it, I don't know. Maybe she's just really tired and really like in real life. I don't know. That's what it's supposed to be. She's flown over from from Australia to England and she's absolutely knackered. Fair don't enough. I... But if you've only got guy pace for an afternoon, make the most of it, love. <laughs> that's why I'd want to be knackered. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> one of them when I don't know. You're 15 years younger than your wife says she's knackered just to get out of doing things because you won't stop humping a leg like an excited cocker spaniel. It's not that. Like she's like she knows you'll be back there again, trying again in probably an hour. Um, but you've only got guy pace for an afternoon. Fucking come on, Jane. Yeah, she usually does yawn at me as well, and uh, as a sign. I usually good. yawn about twenty five minutes into this podcast. Um, we'll see how long I last this time. <laughs> I don't think I've ever got jet lag. Never. And I, never. I don't think I've ever got jet lag. I don't think it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't want to say I'm superior, but maybe in... Well, no, because that would be completely wrong and bullshit, so you probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> well, th there's part of me that thinks, like, when I'm doing a long flight, and I have done that long flight to Australia and back, there's something in my brain that just goes... That's like, Again, that sounds like bullshit, because I don't think <laughs> there is. There's something in my brain that just kind of clicks and goes, right, okay, switch times now. You're not tired, or you you need to be tired at this time instead of this, and it just like figures it out a little bit. It yeah, just does it? Yeah, it's a bit like yeah, it just like how the iPhones, like with daylight savings and all that, now just mm. automatically change. That's what my brain does. It has a little bit of a software update, and bang, there it goes. And then my body just follows suit then and goes right. Okay, you're not tired now, even though. You should be. You're not because your brain. Yeah, knows. but then you have like you you get tired just during the day when everyone else is just like I don't know having the tea. You will be tired and you'll have like naps more than a grand would, and like you do weird stuff like <laughs> we, we, like to stay up. You say that, but then staying up. I'm doing the air quotes thing late. You're just dead to the world and can't function at all. So you might have, it's the same for everything. You've got one of those brains that's fucking weird and maybe it does some things differently and then just can't do what the rest of ours can. 
I've had jet lag. Well, I probably have had it a few times. The worst time I, I ever had it was when I flew that way, though, um, to Thailand. And I don't think I slept for about a week. It was horrendous. I, it got to the point where I'd, it felt like I'd forgotten how to fall asleep and just couldn't do it. I'd, I'd just be like, I don't know what to do. How do I do this? Um, it was one. It was horrible. Um, and it lasted about eyes. Pardon? Were you closing your eyes? I've got yeah, I got that far. Right. That was that's like muscle memory, isn't it? I knew I knew to fall asleep, I would have to close my eyes, um, but um, couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, no sleep to no sleep till Brooklyn's the song. What's the Bangkok song? One night in Bangkok. That's another story for another podcast. I'll tell that another, no, another time. No sleep till one night in Bangkok. Yes, exactly. That'd be a great combination. <laughs> Me and Mike Tyson could do it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I have had it before. Jane is fucked for this afternoon with Guy Pearce. Um, he's, so he's going to ask her to marry him. He's in. Right, I blinked and I missed this. I might have fallen asleep. I shut my eyes. It can happen. Um, he hit the ring some, like, behind the bench. Or, did he throw it in the lake? He did, yeah. He had he had a bit of a paddy because I Jane... Right, I didn't see him throw it in the in the lake, but I saw him, like, go and get it. And I was like, have I missed this? What happened? So Jane was being a bit edgy with him because she'd had a phone call last week and we didn't know what that phone call was. So she was just like, oh, I need some time on my own. I need to think some things over. And Mike's just thinking, oh, fuck it. He's, she's dumping me. Uh, so fuck this. So she fucking wanders off, goes back to the room again, which she's done for about 500 time now. She's just fucked off back to the room. Uh, so he's had a little paddy and just fucking throwing the, the ring in the lake. But it didn't seem like an over, like a, a big argument or a, what I'm not going to marry you or anything. It was like she, it was like almost like I'd missed it and she'd yawned again and she was going for another nap or something. She, she just kind of toddled off. And then the next second I knew, I, yeah, I didn't understand like why he decided to just throw it in the lake. It seemed just a very extreme reaction to nothing, really. He did. I mean, he only had the afternoon. He's like, I've, I mean, I'm only here for the fucking afternoon and she's fucked off again. So fuck this. I'm going back to Hollywood. Don't care if I'm there's a strike. throwing this on. in the lake. Throwing the air. I'm throwing the towel in and the ring in. So Turns out, though, away. she just came back. <laughs> in the same episode? Uh, yeah, in the same episode. Yeah. So she, like these episodes aren't long. They're only 22, 23 minute long episodes. She fucks off, comes back again. He's gone. Oh, wasn't no, it wasn't really a big deal. I've wade into the lake now. Yeah, so he bumps into her because they're in the woods somewhere or whatever. She's just staring out at a lake or whatever. Yeah, and he kind of bumps into her and goes, "Oh, I'll, I'll go." And she's like, "No, no, no. I, I just want to tell you this. Uh, you've been fired, and that's why I was being funny with you because I didn't know how to tell you you've been fired. Yeah, from the job at the school. And he's and he, like, and he oh. was like, well." I'm not in the opening titles anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, not a problem. I, I ate this fucking job anyway. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm only here for the afternoon. Um, <laughs> I am still going on this motorcycle trip, so probably not going to come back and work in school anyway. And let's be honest, the job's not it what not what it once was, and a lot of people are leaving teaching, so fuck that shit. Yeah, I mean, a lot of government funding has been cut. Uh more is expected for less or the same pay. You know, the cost of living has gone up, but the costs 
and I, and and he, to be fair to Guy Pearce, he explained this really eloquently to Jane about why the English education system is completely fucked. It made a lot of sense, and she and then if that sense. wasn't enough, she kind of goes, "Yeah, I know what you mean. I'll probably quit as well because <laughs> you get more money if you quit." <laughs> so, so he, he gets like, on one knee, doesn't he? He does, but then he realizes. So he's realized, oh fuck! I've thrown that ring in the river, and Jane isn't dumping me. He's like, I'll be back in a fucking minute. Runs off. Does it's kind of a run, but it's, it's not. It's a very strange run. It uh, looks I, like he shit himself. I've never videoed myself running, uh, but I imagine I run a bit weird. Yeah, and I like you've had that. You've had the pleasure of being on runs with me. Yeah, and I steamed ahead. Yeah. And you got to watch me from behind. How weird was that run? Was it like Mike? Well, that it it was weird. Like, I imagine whichever angle you get of you running is a weird one. Like, yeah, I was like, I'd had an eggs Benedict and two lattes. I was just jogging <laughs> after you. Um, that's not a great view. But then I also imagine you coming at people, which I imagine has happened to your 15-year-old, uh, not 15-year-old wife, 15 years younger <laughs> wife. Don't put him on the list yet, guys. That was a slip of the top. Um, but if you're running at someone, I imagine that looks weird as well. Yeah, I do. I have found that people, I thought it was just like respect for runners that people moved out of the way very quickly. But now I'm thinking about it. No. Maybe not. I got bit by a dog this morning. I just want to. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Actually, it's just come to me because I was thinking of like things, people are moving out of the way. I'm going to say this story already isn't going to be all it seems. <laughs> So literally, I I was in work very early this morning. So I was leaving at the house at like quarter to six a.m. And literally, I'd not even left my street. And then I'm walking along, and then there's a woman with some dogs. And I'm like, oh, these dogs like will move out the way for me. I'm just you know, but these dogs don't. Instead, they make a beeline for me. And I thought, oh, that's cute. You know, this this dog's coming to like get some you know some attention off me. I'm going to pet this dog. This is going to be great. Comes up to me and fucking bites me. And then runs Shut up. Up, it didn't bite you. It I've got, oh. it's only, it's, it was a very small dog. And it was a very what small kind of dog bite. Was it? Uh, I don't I don't know fucking breeds of dogs. It was a small dog. Small dog. Okay. A small dog. And was it, it was a very the, small was a bite. Yappy one? Was it yapping away? It was it was very yappy, yeah. Okay. It was a very yappy dog. But I thought I was gonna get some attention. So I bent down and instead it fucking bit me on the thigh. Um I'm this really is the story well. of your life again, though, isn't it? You <laughs> thought you were going to get some attention from a little yappy dog and ended up getting bit on the thigh. And it wasn't <laughs> as nice as you thought it was going to be. This has happened many a time and you keep falling for it. Indeed. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what I'd done to get that reaction. Maybe it was the way I was walking. Do I walk weird as well? Yeah. Do I? <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean? I wasn't expecting it's weird. To it's because you've got like you haven't got very long legs, have you? No, I have got short, very short. I've got very short legs and very short arms. So, like short legs, you wear clothes that are quite often too tight. <laughs> um, you've got like funny feet <laughs> that are like you. What I don't know, like. <laughs> Not like, like, flat, like flat feet or something. Like you're walking like you've been on a uh, a long bike ride, or like you've you've sat on a horse for the first time and it didn't agree with you. That's what you walk like. I wonder really what. 
that's pretty that's pretty heartbreaking. I mean, I, like, I, I don't uh, we don't kink shame on this show, but pegging's not for me. It looks like it might be. It might have been for you. That's how you walk. And if you've got, if you got short legs, tight pants, maybe the dog thought you were smuggling sausages. <laughs> he thought there was a walls up there, didn't he? Who knows? There you go. He's like, oh, there's an eight pack of walls up there. I love that. An no. eight pack. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, so I imagine that was exactly how I run, the way Mike ran back to the lake. Uh, and he retrieves it. He take he takes off his shoes and socks to go in the lake. Is this a wise idea? I don't know. I don't think there's any point when you've still got a pair of tight black jeans on. Yeah, I didn't see the point. At of that stage, it you're either getting it all off or not nothing, aren't you? Yeah, I didn't quite see the point of that and why he did that. But And we don't actually see him going in the lake, which is a bit of a shame. Uh that's I imagine the guy pacing getting a, in a lake. Yeah, he's like, absolutely got, no chance. I am not spending an afternoon with wet fucking feet. No. Uh, so yeah, he we he does ret- retrieve the ring. Uh, he finds Jane. She instantly says yes. Of course she does. It was a nice little moment that actually. I know we're uh, pretty harsh on the show uh, recently. No, we we are. But then if something's good, we say it's good. Yeah, exactly. And that was a really good moment. Uh, like you, you know these two have got chemistry, and yeah, it was a really nice little scene. And then Mike's like, "Yeah, uh, we're engaged now, but still going to go on this bike trip, you know?" No, she says. Oh no, she says, "Yeah, get." He says, "Go, on, go on the bike trip. It's a big thing. You planned it a while. It's honouring your granddad. Go on the trip. I'm going back to Australia because I am in the opening titles. <laughs> um, so I'm going, even though we've just got engaged." Um, and we finally found each other and we finally sorted it, it out. I've had a nap and now I'm awake. Um, all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, go on that motor, motorcycle trip around the UK. That'll probably be fine. And we will see each other again soon. Even you... though you're not in the opening titles of this program. <laughs> Here's what I would have done if I was a. a what you call if I was a producer or director or whatever for neighbours, I would have just put Mike in the opening titles until you kill him off. Because yeah. then it'll just then people won't be saying he's not in the opening titles. Maybe he has joined full time, at least for a while. Exactly. You've got an afternoon with him. Just go, excuse me, can you just stand there for a minute with Jane? Yeah. Brilliant. There you go. You're in the open titles. There we go. Sorted. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean could this podcast be a vehicle for you to be a writer on Neighbours, Adam? I am available. I am available to do anything on Neighbours that they would like me to do. I can do a bit of writing for it. Not a problem. I don't mind even coming on as just a consultant because I feel like that's what I am on this. I am a consultant for you in your life and <laughs> Neighbours. I'm happy to be a consultant. I said... I said at work fairly recently, um, I am here to help people. I've been in this I've been in this place of work for ten years this year. Ask me some things. I might not have the answer, but I might have an idea and let's share the knowledge and the experience. I can do that with you in your life and also for the, the current 
um, neighbours, people. I'm also happy to be in it. Um, I could do. <laughs> I can. I can definitely. Um, I've done no acting per se, but I think that puts me in pretty good stead to be an actor, a regular in the opening titles on fucking <laughs> neighbours. There we go. Uh, send your uh, send your job offers to the neighbourhood. Give report. me a shout. DMs are always open. Always, always open. Um, yeah, so Jane comes back. They're engaged. He's off. And, and Jane's back in a couple episodes' time. You it didn't see take as long, long for her to get back as it did to fucking get there, did it? No, it, well, it that's, never does, though. It never that's does. Trick, when that you go on holiday, it takes fucking ages, but you're back before you know it. <laughs> except uh, except if your flame plight gets delayed for four oh, hours oh, that's worst could have been worse there was when we came back home from spain in the summer we there was flights left right and center getting fucking cancelled but yep. thankfully not ours uh so we did get home rather safely uh, I mean, and then, do you know what and i wasn't tired the whole time as well the whole time my body just accepted it was looking at the flight board going Okay. I'm a fucking child at the airport and on the plane. I imagine you've got to be kept busy. You've got to be told to go to the toilet now. You've <laughs> got to be told that uh, to when the plane lands, you've got to be told to wait because you're up out of your seat like a fucking meerkat wanting to get off. You'll get off when we get off. Everyone's going the same way. Then you've got to wait for your bag anyway. There is no fucking point rushing. Did you also play That's My Bag? That's my I bag. Not... Do, you want to tell, do you want to tell the listeners about That's My Bag? This is a game we made up um, on a holiday one time. Yeah, I mean, we might as well because we can hawk this. I think this is definitely can be sold internationally uh, as a game show. Uh, I think definitely a game show, definitely uh, merchandise, just a What's My Bag bag, mm-hmm. like a range of luggage, that, and then it says That's My Bag on it. Oh, definitely. Um, Our Patreon series is called That's My Bag. And everybody's on that, obviously. And every, yeah, just one pound a month, and you'll get early access to this podcast. Uh, you'll get it on Thursday night rather than Friday morning. Just one pound a month. What else are you doing with your Thursday nights? Nothing. You're not watching nothing Neighbours. There's nothing on telly on Thursday. There's nothing on telly. Neighbours is finished, so there's nothing on telly. There you go. I mean, like nobody watches stuff on Thursday night now anyway because it's all streaming and all on demand. Exactly. exactly. That's my bag. Tell them what the, how, how did that's my bag work? So we were on holiday, me, you, and a friend of the show, Tim. And we, we were on a budget airline on the way home. And we booked a flight. It was fairly late night, I think. I think it's generally cheaper when you get them late night. And I think the thinking was, we'll get more of the day. Uh, so we're waiting for the flight, and it's delayed. It's delayed, and it's delayed. And we find out the reason it's been delayed. Because someone's thrown a sickie at work. Something I never do as well, by the way, just... Not saying I'm superior, but doesn't doesn't throw sickies. This guy right here, yeah, true. We'll co- we'll come in and infect everybody else in the workplace. Yeah, yeah. Selfishly, I will do that. Uh, so somebody throwing a sick, so they couldn't have as many passengers on the flight as they there was booked on. The staff to passenger ratio was off, so they it couldn't have as many people on because they didn't have enough people to service said people. Exactly, um, and and. We there was a lot of servicing that needed. I was going through a bit of a breakdown. And you were on the edge. You think he's back point. now? Fuck me. <laughs> I was in desperate need of some servicing. So 
we they didn't tell us this until we got onto the flight and they said oh by the way uh some of you cunts are gonna have to get off the flight so there was a bit of a, a standoff because there was three people who needed three people had to get off that's a game in itself like so it three people had to get off this fucking plane you're right it was delayed it was nighttime it was like midnight by this stage and everyone's like i just want to get home um, and we were like i felt a lot of pressure because there was three of us on this flight and we all knew each other and i was like it's good someone's gonna figure out we're friends but by some i don't know how i th- i'm gonna assume it was my fuck up we weren't all sat together tim was sat was tim sat somewhere different because well, no, you came separately so me and tim were able to book <laughs> flights separately and you run a slightly uh you you had to do it at a different time um so there was that but then there was also the problem that like we could get off and then get another flight the next day but that flight would go to Heathrow not Manchester where we are from so we were like well we don't really want to have to deal with that shit because at some point we're going to have to ask about and do something else and it was, like it was also it was also SummerSlam the next day and we didn't want to miss it <laughs> so we're doing all that by we... need of servicing fucking virgins the three of us exactly so <laughs> Basically, we we were we didn't want to get off. We kind of put our, our heads down. But then some people you had to you had to um, everyone had put the bags in the overhead lockers as you do, um, and people had to you had to locate their bags, didn't they? Exactly because they had to make sure there was no extra baggage on the flight from the people who'd left. You had a lot uh, of fucking baggage, to be fair. Definitely, yeah, I'd left a lot of fucking emotional baggage there. I'll tell you that. So yeah, three people had eventually. It, Again, it was kind of like rounds. It was like first round, right? Does anybody just want to get off this flight? Does anybody just want to stay in Greece? Uh, I think one person went, yeah, fuck it. I like it here. I'll stay in Greece forever. Brilliant. Uh, And then round two, right? Who wants a flight tomorrow instead? Who wants to stay another? We'll put you up in a nice-ish hotel. It wasn't going to be a nice hotel. It It was blatantly the one next to the airport, which would have been a fucking shambles. Somebody else went, yeah, I'll take that. Thank you very much. So we were two down. And then last round, right, we can get you another flight in 20 minutes, but it's to London. But then we're going to get you an Uber from London to Manchester. Yeah, an 100 quid or something like that. Yeah, an 100 quid cash prize. Yeah, we've got some HMV vouchers that we can give you. (laughs) Fucking get off. Some cunt did. But then, so you had to say where all your bags were. Um, So they, they made it... I don't even know how we actually did it, but the pe- like the people had were saying like you have to you have to say yeah, so they'd, they'd literally hold the bag up and someone yeah. would have to go that's my bag yeah but so so I was sat next to this woman and she <laughs> hadn't been listening at all like she had work the next day she was an optometrist I was listening she was quite cute um, so <laughs> I said to her listen right she was like what's what's going on and I said well basically. Every time they hold a bag up. You explained the concept of the game. Yeah, you've got to shout, that's my bag, or they're just going to take it off the plane. And the elder's up, and she shouted at the top of her voice, that's my bag! (laughs) Fucking brilliant. It was fantastic. And then, because it was just this... Everyone was saying it with different amounts of enthusiasm yeah. and there was different accents involved. Uh, it was just fantastic. And by the time we got, I couldn't even get the words out. It was, by then it was just, that's my bag. Get me home. <laughs> it was fucking horrific. 
That's the game. That's my bag, though. Next time you're on a play, no, you know what we could do? You could do, that's my bag, the carousel edition. So when you when you go to collect your bags afterwards, I want people shouting, that's my bag. The game. Yeah, internationally sold. I reckon we can get Edmonds involved with that. Oh, really? I feel like he's going to be the next on one of these fucking dispatches programs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I might have to make a note there of. Uh, I'll, I, that's just an idea. It's just an idea. Yeah, it's not an accusation. Not just at all. Make, not at all. Don't want to make that perfectly clear. Uh, so yeah, Jane's back in Erinsborough. She's fucking knackered. She is absolutely knackered. You know what would annoy me though if I just got back from a long call flight? Fucking people living in my house. Yeah. She just shows up. It's like, oh yeah, you couldn't still hear. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're on still on holiday. Oh, you you moving in next door? You bought the house next door on your holiday? Yeah. Oh, that's great news. Do you want to get the fuck out now so I can go to sleep? Yeah, but then luckily they've just bought this house. Apparently they can move in the house, and they make oh, a yeah, point yeah. of saying it's not completed, it's not sorted at all, but you can move in that house straight away. See, this is where I feel like the consultancy part for you, Adam, would be fantastic because they've acknowledged that, yeah, moving into moving into houses and buying houses does not happen that fucking quick. No. It's a long, arduous, red tape approach to it, and it takes fucking forever, and solicitors will drag it out as long as possible to get more money out of you. Correct. It's, it's a whole money-spinning thing. These are uh, the things. And I know, I know neighbours, this, this might shock a few people, I know Neighbours is not real life. It is a TV program. But what I like is uh, there's a lot of, like, what do you do? You suspend your disbelief, don't you? When you're mm-hmm. watching TV programs, films, whatever it may be, you suspend it and you go along for the ride. But there's just some things on this program. I'm sure a couple of a couple others will come up, and they certainly fucking did last week. There's just a few things that make me go, oh, you could have easily sorted that in order to make it a little bit more realistic. Completely. This was one of those things. They're this moving in next door tomorrow. What? What? Where's all their stuff? They're on holiday. So is have they moved all their stuff on holiday with them? From what Where I can tell, they all had just one bag each. <laughs> I mean, that. I wish I could live like that. That'd be fucking fantastic. Maybe yeah. the guy who just decided he was going to stay on Greece is just like, listen, everything I own's in that bag, so what's the fucking point? Exactly. And, and that, like you say, that is a nice way to live, I think. Everything I need is here. Brilliant, let's crack on with it. I've moved into Ramsey Street. I doubt these these uh, these four people have, and they've completely up sticks um, from their house, and they've ran away from the Limwell brothers, who we've still not fucking met. That's no. annoyed me a little bit this week. I thought we might have bumped into them. Um, they'll be here next week. They, they couldn't have just moved in. They've just, oh, they've got a job. One of them's got yeah. a job now. Do we want to get to that? Job already. Yeah, you've got a job already. Uh, because again, you do, you apply for jobs on holidays. Apparently, you apply for jobs on holidays and get them within ten minutes. Like even though, even though you didn't interview for the said job, no, all all. So, Cara, she's called. So Cara, your name, the, well done. One of the new mums. She has been brought in to fix the waterhole sign because the O is wonky. Um, <laughs> Her, her wife, I don't know what wife's called. 
Uh, pass. We'll get back to that. Do not okay, worry. Okay, so a wife has spotted this and gone, oh, my my wife, my wife can fix that for you, Paul Robinson. He's gone, fucking brilliant, sort it out, because I've got Misha Barton on my ass, fucking, I'm not in a good way. So she does that. She fixes the waterhole O. Now she's the building manager for the, for the entire hotel. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Uh, I don't understand how this has happened. Um, bless poor Wendy Rodwell. Wendy Rodwell, despite not really having the experience, she can't wait to fucking tell people that in an interview. I imagine right, you've done a lot of fucking interviews. I imagine the first thing you don't say when you walk into in, an interview is, don't really know how to do this job. Any chance, though? Any chance. <laughs> you keep that well hidden that you don't know how to do a job for at least two weeks, don't you? Yeah, I, I pretend I can do that job yeah. better than anybody else. Uh, yeah, it's a shame, really, because Misha really likes Wendy as well. Misha's like... Quirky. Quirky, like that. And I imagine she'll do the job for cheap. Well, she works there already. She has yeah. been managing the building to a certain degree. Um, you know she's pretty trustworthy and nice and eager to have a go. You give her a go. You wouldn't just give it some new bitch who's t who's on holiday, who's just rocked up in a pair of shorts. <laughs> but she, Wendy Rodwell was dressed up for she was dressed to impress at that interview, like she wasn't bleeding from anywhere or anything at this interview. She looked <laughs> the bee's knees. And I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. She is the best-dressed character on Neighbours, I think. She looked brilliant. Whoever is dressing, Wendy Rodwell, I could not consult it in a better way than what they're already doing. I think she looks brilliant. Keep dressing her up. Yeah, she looks absolutely... I feel she's weird. dressed accordingly. When she's in her home, she's wearing, like, casual clothes. When she was at the interview, she was wearing, like, a blazer, and she looked smart. When she was at the wedding, she looked brilliant. She's dressing for occasions, which I don't think any other knobhead on that show is. I will get to this, I imagine. But at one point, at the end of one, I think it was the last episode I watched, it was Jane, Susan and Therese just sat in Susan's living room having a brew. Mm -hmm. I brought this up last week and people liked this rant. I'm not going to go full rant because it's going to be me repeating myself. However, they were all far too fucking dressed up to just be sat in the living room having a brew. Yeah, considering she's just got off a plane ride as well. Like, oh. you don't... She's not flying business class, we know this, because no. they fucking skimped on the flights beforehand. It's expensive. It is. So she was dressed up, although she had been to a school meeting or a Zoom meeting or something. We'll get to that, though. Um, Therese was wearing a full-on dress and high heels. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. And Susan was wearing a fancy top and dangly earrings. There's no fucking need to be doing that when you're having a brew. There's just not. I know. We're doing this podcast. You've got a hoodie on. I've got a T-shirt on. And I've neither of us are wearing any pants. So Yeah. So. It's fine. <laughs> Comfort. Come on. Um, so, yeah. I Going back to that, I cannot see how this new character, Cara, has been given this job over Wendy. It's, I don't know why, how, what, why this has happened. And this it's, has led, led to some beef now. It's not the only thing that's led to some beef, but it's certainly not helped matters. It has definitely not helped matters at all. Yeah, you feel really bad for Wendy here. Uh, but yeah, we'll move on to the other beef as well. So JJ is still on the hunt to find out if Andy Rodwell is his biological father. Yeah. Uh, he's, him and Dex fell out last week, I think. 
and he's like, "What's in this book, you dickhead?" And he's like, he like grabs the book and you don't don't just fucking grab people's belongings. That's stupid. Uh, so they have a little fallout, but eventually he's just like, "Yeah, I'm keeping this little black book about if Andy's my dad or not." It's called "Is Andy My Dad," a book yeah. by JJ. He thinks that Andy and someone called Philippa, um, who was his mum's friend, um, mm-hmm. Philippa wanted a baby. Andy Rodwell was going to help her out with it and donate some of his essence. Um, he, yeah, he, what any good friend would do. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, he didn't do that. And then around that time, Kara wanted a baby as well. And he was like, well, I've got all this oh. sperm that's oh, like, it's, it's going to go around. off pretty soon. I've like... I've just <laughs> I've just sorted this out. She said no, but I'd already oh, want my sperm. Yeah, because Kara as well has gone right. Okay, let's uh, let's get some sperm flown in from America. Let's get some like top some top quality sperm. And then Andy yeah. Rodwell's coming and just undercut them and gone. Do it for cash. Well, that's it. I tried to order some things from America, and the postage is fucking crazy. <laughs> I do not want to be paying that. I, on the principle, I'll pay for the item, but I'm not paying that much to fucking get it. Um, so if Andy Rodwell's gone, same price, um, but I'll pay postage, or I'll just drop it off. I'll leave it behind the blue. I'll leave it behind the green bin. If you're out, don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, you'd do it, wouldn't you? And Andy Rodwell, let's be honest again. If it's Stop just him. off, and we're not this, we're not that shallow, although it may come across like we are a lot of the time. Andy Rodwell is a fucking handsome chap. He certainly is. He looks, I mean, they've just got policeman, dress him as a policeman, and he, he looks, looks fantastic. He does definitely look more like a policeman male stripper than an actual policeman, though. <laughs> he looks like someone who, if there was a Hindu, he, he'd knock on the door and, and pretend... Oh, can you keep the noise down, girls? And there's one at the back who goes, oh, get cocked out. And then he does. Um, <laughs> and he dances and all that kind of stuff. Well, I imagine he's probably got that on. Again, he's he's offering sperm up for cash. So I imagine he's doing a bit of stripping on the side as well. Because there's not much crime happening in Erinsborough. I mean, a watch goes missing, but... Right. Okay. So, watch goes missing. Watch goes missing. JJ, in his... Uh, in his investigations, JJ investigates. He figures out that he can just walk into any house in, in Ramsey Street because that's what Ramsey Street's about. Just well, that's what Wendy had house. done to him. Wendy yes. had, rock, had, had broke, not broken in. She'd let herself into their house to put the bins out because she'd noticed they hadn't put the bins out. So she came in to get the rubbish to put the bins out and they were like, what are you doing in our house? And she's like, Ramsey Street, this is what we do. So then JJ's heard that they're going to the cinema or something, he gets their key to get into the Rodwell's house to snoop around a little bit and look at the photo albums. He wants to look at the photo albums. He knows exactly where they are straight away, which doesn't make sense. I'll let that slide. Um, But he's looking through the photo albums and then just as he's in mid-investigation, Sadie Rodwell comes in. What the fuck are you doing here? And he pulls the old, I've come to borrow some milk routine. I didn't realise that was a routine. Of course it is. That's like an ongoing... That's like the oldest neighbour thing. Borrow a cup of sugar or borrow some sperm. That's always (laughs) been what you do with your (laughs) neighbours. Oh, don't get those two mixed up either. No. That's going to be someone's fucking brew. 
Uh, uh, yeah, so Ellie, he gets like Sadie's like, "What are you doing in my house? Get the fuck out!" Well, like, answer me now. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, she's rightfully fucking yeah. freaked out by this. Uh, but yeah, she does accept his explanation far too easily, and she's like, "Oh, milk, yeah. Do you want a fucking brew while you're at it? Do you want some fucking sugar as well?" Well, he asked for the sugar so he can sneak. Ah, yes, because he's nicked a picture. He's found a picture of Andy Rodwell with the supposed surrogate mum. Philippa. Philippa, yes. Uh, so he's nicked that picture to put in his little investigates book. But uh, then it turns out that Wendy's watch has gone missing. Mm-hmm. So they obviously think, so Sadie's like, oh, he was in it, it must be him. So Andy Rodwell is a policeman. He's a policeman. <laughs> His, if he is a real policeman and not just a stripping policeman, he would be a lot better, I think, at solving this very minor, but still, a crime. He is, he is absolutely dog shit at sorting this out. He does not say the very obvious thing. Let's have a look for it. Because <laughs> I lose things in my house all the time. Things fall down the back of sofas. Things get put in somewhere safe, but then it's, you forget where they are. Things get misplaced all the time. I imagine most people's houses are the same. So this watch isn't... They don't look for it. They do not look for this watch no. as well. Not even like a cursory look. Oh, will you check upstairs? Uh, just you'd go oh, just... your pockets. You'd go yeah. through anything. I cannot leave the house without going like phone, wallet, keys. Like it's just... Yeah. Maybe that's what maybe that's what upset the dog. Now I think about it. I'm I'm fucking outside the house at quarter to six, just fucking going smacking my bum, smacking the side of my leg, jangling things, jangling stuff, and then this dog's like fucking have this guy. Yeah. So they they flip out at the new family. The new family are like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. This bit real. This was the end of the an episode, wasn't it? I think. The, and and they did a thing here that I think was a terrible. Again, I. I'll, I'll in my consultancy role. If I was directing it, and you want to kind of emphasise uh, a bit of action and like, oh, it's all a bit crazy at the moment. That's fine. However, I would not want to make viewers physically yes. sick by. It was like the fucking Blair Witch Project with the camera all over the show. It was. It, I had. It's, I had to yeah. kind of like. It did. It span around way too many fucking times. It was, yeah, I, I thought it was just me. I'm like, wait a minute. Because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty susceptible to that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not very good at stuff. You're not super, and you're, so you're not superior in that way, are you? Not in that way, no. In many others, but not yeah. in that way. Like, I think what I've had to do, because my brain, like, has certain powers, like, can deal with jet lag and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's the obvious weakness. You've had to forego some of the other, other things, yeah. haven't you? So that is it equilibrium? Is that what it's called? Yes, you, exactly. I, I can't go on the waltzes at all without without barfing. It's fucking horrendous. Is that because it's not the nineties and you're not fourteen though as well? <laughs> um, yeah, it was. But my really... wife likes to go on them. Pardon? But my wife likes to go on them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was horrible. I don't know why they did that. It was so off putting. I was, mm. I, I almost was sick. Another thing that really annoyed me about that as well is that they didn't end the episode with that. No. 
that was clearly where the that's the clearly the dramatic sting of that episode is JJ's fucked up here. Everyone thinks he stole something. End it. Set, they then play another scene, which is just so less dramatic and so sh- and such a shit ending. Yeah, they did to the episode. I think it was it something to do with Nell. I can't remember. I can't remember, but I know what you it mean. Was it was dog like, shit. That, I was like, that's the end of the episode, and then there was something else. And I was like, whoa, that didn't make sense. Yeah, there was um, a really forced cliffhanger in there. Turns out the watch was just in the wash basket. It was because it starts going off for some reason. Because I think Sadie goes. Or someone decides to ring because you can do that. You can. Well, it's like an, it Apple, like an watch, Apple watch, isn't it? Yeah, it looked like an Apple watch. So yeah, you can do that. You can, you can like press yeah. a little button. So why find didn't they? Device. When, when as soon as it wasn't there, why did no one try ringing that watch? Yeah, or like there's an app on like find the whole Apple Find My Thing. You can find loads of stuff on there. You can find MacBooks. You can find people. I can tell you where my wife is right now if I wanted to. Oh, what's she doing there? <laughs> she's at my house that's fucking weird. do you know what sometimes i do double check like that she's at home and it'll like the location is just slightly off so i'm like why is she next door what's she uh-huh. doing next door uh-huh. uh it turns around she's gone for some milk or some sperm <laughs> so yeah so wendy then had to eat shit basically and apologize but they, they didn't let her apologise, though. No. I mean, fair enough. Like, they're, you know... I imagine if someone accused my kid of stealing, I'd be like, nah, fuck off. Um, but, yeah, they didn't... They, they should at least let her apologise. They've got to drag it out a bit. I don't... Uh, be sure, yeah. but I don't mind it, because I know, like, they've got to drag it out a little bit. Because yeah, now she got the job, she didn't. They've got to have a bit of bit of a uh, beef They've got to interact, fans, and she's going to have to boss Wendy round, and Wendy's not going to like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd have, to be honest, I'd have just gone, right, let's just get rid of this watch. Let's just sell it very quietly on eBay or Facebook Marketplace. For, oh, but I've got a story about Facebook Marketplace if you want. Go on then. Jesus fucking Christ. So we're having a bit of a re rejig of the, the dining room and not the dining room, well, the dining and front room. You've been okay. at my house. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to make the thousands of listeners haven't, but I know what you mean. You oh, might it's, like, it's like an open plan living yeah, with area diner. As open planners would like it, it does feel a little bit cramped at the moment. Mainly, I'm fucking sick of twatting my ankle on the coffee table every time I get up from the couch. Is that a you being clumsy problem rather than a living room? It problem? is. So the obvious solution is to completely redesign the front room. Classic. Uh, so I'm currently trying to sell. Some Kallax units, very popular in Ikea. Uh, Kallax, they're those square ones and you can put like boxes in them. I like fucking, it's like you've got, if like, if you're doing a top five of Ikea stuff, we don't do two, we don't do top fives anymore. No, we'll leave that to those other knobheads. (laughs) But I'd say Kallax is number two under Billy Bookcase. Wow. Okay. So it's a bit, oh, top, top level then. Uh, I have put them on sale for a reasonable price. Yeah. Uh, I woke up this morning. Well, I woke up this morning to 72 messages from it. I couldn't look at them because I got fucking bit by a dog and got rabies. Uh, during this podcast, I have got 100 messages about this fucking unit. Is it people who want to buy it? Because that's a good thing, right? For lots of people who want to no, buy your shit. Most, buy of them, your shit. Uh, most of them start with, beware, this could be a scammer. The others go, will you take 10 quid for it when I've put it up for 50? 
which so is very not. reasonably priced. If you want this brand new, this is 145 quid. You know, I've done a very reasonable, you know, I wanted a quick sale. You know what I mean? You want to uh, ask so, me if I want this shit? Do you want it? I'll give it to not you. for 50 quid. I'll give you <laughs> Fuck, I watched right into that one. <laughs> uh someone's I'll, I'll give you some readings right these right now uh can you drive this to bradford for me i'll pay petrol please uh can i buy this yes you can <laughs> uh, available question mark is this the item question mark with what the item Some, someone's just put a kiss nice um Someone's offered me £20. There you go. <laughs> Getting closer. Oh. Okay, we're going once. £20, £20, £20. £21. I want a bit more. We want a bit more than 20 quid. Uh, uh, this woman's not messaged anything. Uh, she's done that twice. That's fantastic. Um, another scam. Is it dismantled? Quite clearly not from the picture where it's mantled. Mantled, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, so at the moment, this is this is this could be a bigger cliffhanger than the, anything that happens in actual neighbours. If someone's going to buy your shit from IKEA, <laughs> what price will he get for it? Will he have to deliver it somewhere? Will it be dismantled or just mantled? <laughs> Tune in next week to find Tune out. In next week, fuck me, this is good stuff. <laughs> And we were worried we were going to have everything to talk about this, this week. Is Jesus what, this, this is what we can do that other neighbours' podcasts cannot. And there's quite a few out there at the moment, which is lovely to see. Um, however, our podcast is only sometimes about neighbours. And this is one of those times when neighbours has kind of dropped back just a little and we've got to fill in with uh, the colour commentary of shit that happens to you. Absolutely. Nothing really happens to me, you know. I'm not trying to sell anything. I don't know. I'll try and think of some shit for next week, or I'll, I might tell my Bangkok story. We'll see. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> Stay tuned next week for that one. I've got to wait till like we're either struggling or nothing's happened. It might have to be an, an, a special app. Yeah, it might be. Bangkok special. Bangkok. I mean, we've done wedding specials, funeral specials. We've not done a Bangkok special yet. Nope. Coming soon. Hey guys, this is Marissa, the OG and the best Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Do you want a live update? I've just, while I went downstairs and got a drink, go on. It appears I've had a delivery of something as well. Uh, now I know Peyton won't listen to the podcast here, so I'm just gonna. This is a this is a birthday present for Peyton, which is going to be in about two weeks' time. Uh, <laughs> It is a massive fucking Stanley Tumblr cup that has been delivered. Uh, they've spelt my name wrong on the delivery, which is quite nice. It's only two letters. <laughs> uh, how much do you think I spent for this cup? It's What's funny it's is, the, like... 40 ounces. I joke how young your wife is, but that looks like, on the box, like a child sippy cup. <laughs> How much do you think I have paid for this? I've no concept of if that's a, a good one, a well-known one or anything. I'll say £20, but I don't know. Fucking hell, you're worse than Facebook Marketplace. Uh, no, I have paid the same price as I am trying to sell my Calax for. I know. It's a fucking I cup. I know. 
the whole time I was like, why am I doing this? I know she'll love it. Like, I know she'll absolutely fucking love it and use it. I like diamonds. (laughs) But yeah, ridiculous amount of money. You are mental. I was very stuck for ideas as well. So So you bought her a sippy cup. (laughs) Well, that's hard buying, buying presents for loved ones, isn't it? You run out of ideas very quickly. And then you have to scramble for ideas. So when, like, when you've got, like, it's especially hard with a teenage daughter. Like, you really have to fucking latch on to some ideas. But it's tough because in a month's time, they could be completely over that idea. Even with Seth, it's hard sometimes. I remember the time he was fucking massively into Ninjago and we got him a fuck ton of Ninjago stuff. And then about December the 15th, he went, I don't like Ninjago anymore. It's shit. He didn't say it's shit. Uh, but it's for babies, I think he said. And we were like, brilliant. We now have to throw your presents away. <laughs> well, it's going to get to that time again soon, so you better start thinking of presents for, mm. you know, that time of year, innit? Yeah, I think he's hitting his Lego phase again. Okay. Um, he, he, it's like real-life Minecraft. I think that sold him. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, I've heard Kallax units are really good for Christmas as well. So if you're interested, slide in the DMs. To be honest, I'd rather fucking take the money off a listener at this point. That'd be good. <laughs> slap a bow on it, and I'm sure it'll be gone soon enough. You Keep know what? It. If a listener does want to buy my Kallax unit, I will fucking deliver it to you. Unless you're one of the Australian lot, and then it's probably a bit far. Yeah, probably. I know. We'll send it with some Redbubble, I think. Buy a t-shirt, we'll send them, we'll get a free Kallax with it as well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Should we talk about Misha Barton? And that Go whole on, then. thing. Let's yeah. talk about the whole thing. So as you mentioned before, the O needed fixing. The O was was it upside was it just wonky or upside down? I can't I was, remember. I don't know. I think it was wonky. I think it like was falling off or something. Yeah, I suppose it wouldn't matter if it was upside down, because it'd still be an O. Yeah. So yeah, it must have just been wonky then. Uh, but would still look like an O being wonky though yeah, as well. So it was, I don't, it was I don't, get I don't know why you're focusing on that. It's not interesting <laughs> at all. <laughs> What's the fucking problem? It looks, it still looks the same no matter how it is. It's fucking fine. I'm, a, I'm with Paul Robinson in this one because he's like, oh yeah, I'm fucking getting around to it. And she's like, you're always just getting around to it. It's always fucking tomorrow. Yeah. You get your shit sorted right now because she's a um, consultant. She's, she has. They try and think of a word to describe her new role, and the word is consultant. And <laughs> if, if you're looking for a name for this week's episode, it's got to be something to do with the word consultant. <laughs> and the word cunt. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, she. It, well, it turns out she's basically manifest that that is a good way to do a job interview show up where there isn't a job interview and go i'm here for the job what job consultant consultant there we go and they go brilliant you're hired because that's what misha's done because it turns out i think she's on the outs with her father paul has been... we don't know what it is yet we'll know by this time next week um yeah. paul's it's like is the he, paul invites her around to dinner or a drink or something with her and leo i don't know what leo's role is in this program at the moment He's yeah, just I don't know why they caught him back. He hasn't he's got a storyline. He's never with his kid. He's, I've never seen no. him at his vineyard. He's just arsing about. I'm not a clue what the point of this car, this guy is at the moment. Um, yeah, so he's, he's doing there. nothing. He's doing nothing. Um, and 
they mention her dad a little bit, and she very quickly goes, oh, don't know, don't ring him, he's, he's too busy, and then she fucking does one. So there's obviously some sort of something going on. Um, yeah. But she's going to stick around for a bit. She's going to be a consultant. Her and Byron are back on? Yeah, which... they're back on. Um, they just miss each other's company lots. And they have to see each other. Now she's hanging around for this job that she's invented for herself. Uh, I imagine she told them what they're paying her as well. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Under a, grand, under a grand a week as well, this job. It's well, fucking hard job, she, you know. She can't be getting paid for it because she works for the... She's a company, isn't it? Yeah, but again, if she's on the outs. And from, and from the digging that Paul Robinson has done, he's got Therese on the go. She's like, right, Therese, you're a businesswoman. Not doing anything right now. Um, so you can start looking into the father for me. Got Leo on the case as well. And some other people as well. Who was that L, dodgy lawyer? L is a, L, a journalist oh, his, who's looking into it in yeah, New York or something as well. Yeah. I've met L Robinson. Have you? Met have, have you got have you got a story with that as well? Not really. She's super nice. Did you meet her in Bangkok? Is that <laughs> no, no, not quite. Um, I did meet her though at a neighbor's night. Um, she was there. She was dead nice. She was very happy to have a picture. Um, yeah, I'll uh, we'll try and get her on the show at some point. Yeah, go on. Yeah, we'll get her on. Uh, so yeah, he's found out that she didn't show up to the big shareholders meeting the month before. She's usually a keynote speaker because you know she's fucking riveting when you. See her deliver lines. Wow. And <laughs> and she didn't and she no showed that event as well. And she keeps on getting messages from her dad. So I think, yeah, I think there's some I think one of the writers here has seen succession. Oh okay. god. Should we do a little bit of that? You know, like families feuding over loads of money. And they've gone, yeah, let's do that, but not as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen succession. Um, so I'm really excited. I'll, I'm just going to do this as if neighbours have invented this storyline. Then, <laughs> I would. Do you think we're going to get to see the dad at any point? Do you think yes. they're going? Yes. Uh, will it be Brian Cox? Because that'd be fantastic. That would be brilliant. I think... not the astrology guy. That'd <laughs> yeah, be weird. I'd be all right with that as well. <laughs> I think we will see more Sinclairs as we go. Do you think this is a new like? Because they have some like stalwart families in there. Do you think this is a new family they're trying to just trying to bring yeah, in? Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be yeah, straight away, but I think you might get one or two. It'll probably be a dad. No, I think a mum will come first to try and sweeten her up and say, "No, your dad's not pissed off with you anymore," or blah blah blah. Then, or like a brother or a sister. Yeah, I think drip, they'll drip feed Sinclair's into our system. Yeah. Basically, if they cast an American from now on, Sinclair. Yeah, I, think well, I hope they are a who's who of early 2000s American teen show people. <laughs> if fucking James Vanderbeek shows up as her <laughs> brother, I, that would be fantastic. If Sarah Michelle Geller turns up on fucking <laughs> Neighbours, I am back in, and if she is not on this podcast by the end of the year, I'm calling it a fucking day. <laughs> you hit it here first. Uh, so, yeah, she she start, she's created this job for herself. She's like, right, Paul, you're it's always tomorrow with you. 
let's get us let's get a building manager by the end of the day. So they get Wendy in, and when we said before, she she doesn't. Yeah, do we've done all this. But Wendy Wendy comes to get it. Misha Barton quite likes her. For some reason, though, she doesn't get the job. Even though Misha Barton has just said she likes this woman and she is technically in charge, yeah. she doesn't. Well, and she can fire people, but she yeah. does not give her this job. This other new new yeah. woman gets it. I feel like this week they've gone right. Can we make Misha Barton a less of a bitch? Yeah, there's there's been a couple of things, hasn't there? Where her yeah. with Byron, did she give yeah. Holly her job back? Yeah, and they 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 say she likes when Wendy, and Wendy's a bit of a people's favorite because she is a exactly. bit quirky. So yeah, so yeah, they're, they're definitely trying to they're trying to turn her face already, aren't they? That's what they're trying to do. This is the problem. Byron is a big heel, and they've gone right. Okay, face turn for this lady. Uh, that is a wrestling, wrestling reference, by the way, and wrestling terminology. Something we said we wouldn't do on this podcast, but well, I put that in your notes for <laughs> the, uh, and I haven't, I don't, I will not be doing that. But you, I'm sorry, Adam, I don't remind, remember hiring you as a consultant for this podcast. This is the problem, I'm a consultant. <laughs> so yeah, Misha is turning into a goodie, a good person, slowly but surely, as I imagine, big mean dad comes down the road daddy sinclair uh i hope he's called daddy sinclair big, as well That's big just... daddy sinclair big daddy sinclair oh, do you think they could cast a wrestler stop saying wrestling <laughs> is big daddy still alive don't think that's so. an 80s that's an 80s no, no absolutely yeah. not no that's a shame well someone from that age. speaking of like uk wrestling why are toady and his kid watching world of sport at some point in neighbors was it? What was he watching? Because I thought we were watching. Did we watching World of Sport? Was it not so, UFC? So, so, no, it wasn't UFC. It was like some old timey wrestling. Oh, was it? Yeah, because that you know, Toadie's wacky and he's a great dad. And he did it. They were doing it with his kids. Yeah, we didn't want to talk about Toadie this week, but yeah, he is. He's watching World of Sport with uh, with his kid. Yeah, uh, Hugo. Don't know why. I don't know, maybe well, one of the writers that, is a big wrestling fan. It was that, the, yeah, he got a reference last week and they're trying to make him seem wacky. Again, there's no way that he would be with Therese. They've got, it, it doesn't work in any way. And now, so we're going to talk about this storyline. So Nell has been trying to like split Tony and Therese up. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. If that was because his last wife was their mum, that would make sense. Because their mum died, Sonia died, whatever. There's mm-hmm. a big mural. He goes to sit. He goes to sit with at that at one point. Like I could understand her being, oh, my, you should love my mum, and it's I'm sad that she died, and now you're with this other bitch, and it makes no sense. I could understand it. However, his last wife wasn't their mum. It was just someone else. It was <laughs> Mel that made even probably the same amount of no sense as this one did. So. It, I don't understand why yeah. she's... It's weird as well. Because, like, Toadie's like, oh, Mel was so fucking good with the kids. She was absolutely fantastic. But she's a massive bitch. So, like, like the kids, by all means, absolutely fucking loved her and think she was fucking brilliant. But and why why did she fuck off? And why does Toadie... Because Toadie's got... A, so, Nell in her meddling has realised that Toadie's kept a letter from Mel. Uh, it's really annoying that there's Nell and Mel, by the way. They could have done that better easily. Uh, but anyway, uh, 
Yeah, so she's kind of she's not planted this letter, but she's she's concocted a, a reason for this letter to spill out of Toadie's little satchel bag, and then Teresa's like, "You told me you burnt this." Ugh. Actually, no, that was the shit cliffhanger. I think now, I think that was the shit click- oh, cliffhanger off the obvious one. Uh, so Toadie's like, "Oh yeah, I did want, I, I did tell you I burnt it, but I hadn't. I kept all of it because it reminds me how much of a bitch Mel is." Yeah. So it isn't because he loved her and all that kind of stuff. It's because he doesn't. What? But he, yeah. does, he does love her and he misses her and blah, blah, blah. That was just like the other episode. But then he's kept this letter where she's a bit of a bitch and he hasn't <laughs> told any of the kids about this. That's why Nell yeah. makes a final letter because she thinks it's a love letter kind of situation. Yeah. It's but also what, really stupid that Nell has never read this letter because even Therese goes, have you read this? She went, nah, I didn't get time. What'd you fucking mean? No, because if I'd read it, because if no, because if I had read it, I'd realise Mel's a bitch, and there'd be no point in any of this stuff. It's oh, it's so like it it seems just so odd and convoluted. Like they're trying to, I don't know. It's I don't know if different people. I'm gonna what you know what I'm gonna look at next week. I'm gonna look if different people are writing. Like all the different episodes, but surely you'd have someone who's in charge of like the overarching stories to make sure. Because you have this in American TV shows, don't you? You have like you know, like used to be like twenty some up fucking back in the writers' room. All get in there, fucking write some shit. Yeah, and make sure it all fucking makes sense week to week. See, I don't think they've got that. From what I can tell and what I can see, it's different people writing different episodes, and it's almost as if. D haven't read the one that comes before. <laughs> and they're just right, oh, I've got this idea and it's going to be this. Some of it just doesn't, it doesn't work, I don't think. Yeah, it's very janky. And it's, but then they're kind of half doing the job by trying to explain it away, but then just going, like, on our, on our appearance on Hardcore Listing this week, yeah. uh, we said that one of the best ways that neighbors resolve stuff is just by shrugging. And there's yeah. a lot of that going on right now, just going, meh. You yeah. fucking why? Why are you worried about that, dickheads? Don't bother. That's it. There'll be there'll be another storyline in a minute. Don't worry. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get straight onto that one as well. So you remember the promos right before neighbors? Like when we were really building excitement, there was some fantastic fucking promos. Our yeah. promo on our return was fantastic as well. By the way, if you haven't seen that, go on our socials, the neighborhood rewatch. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Promo. Goosebumps every time. Every single time. So there was a thing where they build it. There's something wrong with Harold. Oh God! I didn't even know this was what you were going to talk about. <laughs> oh my God! I totally forgot about this, and I don't know how I forgot about it, but it's wound me up. Something proper. Go on. <laughs> There's something wrong with Harold, and we on our first couple of new chapter episodes, we have bigged this storyline up as well. Oh yeah, this is the one thing I'm being like. This is going to be really fucking good. Yeah. And and we've we've tried to be careful about how we have approached it to a certain degree. We mm-hmm. have given the, the respect that we that we were thinking it would be deserving of. And mm-hmm. we've said that this could be, I don't know what the equivalent is, but some sort of award-winning turn yeah. for Ian Smith. What a huge storyline this is. Like you say, it's on all the promos, heartbreaking stuff. Go on. So last week, uh, they've got Harold's gone, yeah, I forget stuff all the time. So Carl's gone, right, let's go for some fucking scans then. 
so we we do see them. Like Carl's looking out the window, and he's like, "Oh, those two new families are fighting over there." And Susan's like, "Fucking loser! Stop looking out the window." Uh, and Harold goes, "Oh, the hospital called yet?" And he's going, "No, they haven't. They'll call. They call tomorrow, though. I imagine." Next morning, they've called. They've gone. Yeah, got a fucking clue what's wrong with you. But it's definitely not Alzheimer's or dementia. So those two big stories, like you know, we thought it was going to be one of those kind of things. Yeah, what we thought. Everyone the story. did. Everyone. Yeah, everyone did. And even the right, even in neighbors, they're like they they tiptoe around the words. It's like they don't want to say it again. They like are they given you know they're given this kind of respect and and, and gravitas that that this storyline kind of deserves. And they've gone, yeah, definitely not them two. No idea what it fucking is then. So, at that point, mystery again. So yeah. it's not any of those things. And, and we're not like, we sound, we sound like we're moaning here maybe because we thought it was something and it wasn't what we thought. That is not why we're going to go fucking mental in a second. Um, so at this stage, I was like, right, well, it, it should be one of those things. It should be. So this is weird. But let's see what you're gonna do then. That's that was my thought. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's weird. Like, Go on. They then. managed to make eight seasons of House out of the same premise. Going, oh, someone's fated. Oh, and House goes, ah, it's this, you dickheads. Test for it, and they test for it, and go, yeah, it probably is that medication. They have a, they they have like a seizure, another seizure. He goes, ah, oh, fuck, it's not that. I can't believe it. Yeah. Got to be this then. Try it again. Oh, it's not that. Fucking hell. If this we don't get it right, I only watched way. about three episodes of House because it was the same <laughs> shit every fucking It was week. so procedural. It was great because you, Laurie, is fantastic. But uh, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, we can't get it wrong a third time. Or this person's gonna die, and we can't have that." And then House will be like, "Wait a minute, what's that in the corner over there?" Yeah. Oh my god, that's it. It was awful. I've had a do- yeah, and then he's fixed it because someone said the word. Yeah. That, that's very sounds. This very is worse simple. than that because that sounds shit. This is worse. <sighs> yes, uh, because they didn't do any of that. They, I mean, fair play. They've been original. They've not copied House here at all. Uh, because the next scene, Harold's in Harold's cafe, and he's dropped his pills on the floor. And Remy, I told you, I remember a name. Well done, Remy. Uh, Remy is a doctor, by the way. Uh, she's like, oh, you've dropped your pills, Harold. And she looks at the pills and goes, why are you taking these? And I was like, oh, I don't Blood Carl, pressure don't or something. Blood pressure, yeah. And Carl goes, wait a minute, you're taking those? You didn't tell me that. And he's like, fucking forgot dinner. And they're like, ah, oh, well, these pills are fucking synonymous with forgetting <laughs> shit all the time. Yeah. If you, <laughs> it actually says on the uh, bottle of these pills... If you forget, if you have these pills, you will forget lots of shit, need some sort of history book to remember things, wander around in the street and look like you've got dementia. Yeah, and you go, oh. I have been to the doctors in my life. I imagine you have as well. I imagine Harold, as an older gentleman, has been to the doctors before. I imagine Har- um, Carl, as a Doctor has been to the doctors slash hospital many, many times. So when someone comes to you with possible Alzheimer's slash dementia, I imagine as a doctor who's like interviewing you when you go, not an interview, but you know, maybe consulting you. And when you get there, they say, do you want it on any uh, medication at the moment? 
because I've had that question asked to me. And if I told them, yeah, I'm on these fucking green ones, that's that's how the doctors, in my mind anyway, works. So See, this was this was what why Doctor House was the best doctor. Because Carl's like, Oh, you didn't tell me about these ones. And Harold's like, Yeah, I couldn't. I'd forget shit. Of course I didn't. Doctor House never fucking trusted anyone. He always said people lie. So they'd be like, Oh, what medication on go, oh nothing. And then he'd get one of the doctors to break in the house and they go, ah, you're on Viagra, you dick. You fucking lied to us. And that means that the entire thing is now wrong. It, I'm, Carl could have had a little look in Harold's bedroom. He lives. He doesn't even have to break into his house. It's his house. He does live in his house, yeah. And I imagine <laughs> taking his tablets all the fucking time. Yeah, I imagine. Well, he was taking them in the fucking cafe yeah. in front of Carl. <laughs> so silly. But then, <laughs> so it's silly. But then I can't help but feel like so the it's the big return of neighbours. They've sold us on like when thinking about the, I'm thinking about the promos again to get everybody watching this shit. They sold us on Guy Pace. He he's done an afternoon, okay, and and you can tell he's gonna fuck off. They've sold us on Misha Barton, and it's 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 not the same Misha Barton, is it? No. They've sold us on a devastating storyline for a much-beloved character, some would say show legend, Harold. And within the first... Um, it's three. three. It's 12 episodes. So 12 episodes, they have fucked us all on all of this. Very true. They've, we've, they've completely done everyone. The finale finished with all these feel-good moments. They fucked that off straight away. Mel's not with Tony. Therese isn't with Stefan Dennis. Um, I, Mike's about to die. We'll get to that maybe. At a we'll get to that. But I, I can't help but yeah. feel like they've oh. done all these, they've done storylines and had these people in and everything's done and not in a really good, not in a good way where it's like bang, 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 bang. Oh, whoa, I can't wait to watch another. You've killed everything, I think. Yeah. There's part of me. I'm, I'm going to try and be optimistic. Yes, please. About I need that. Go for it. I'm going to be optimistic about this. They've used those kind of hooks to to, to, to sink us in a little bit. We're in. Uh, Neighbours is better when it is the kind of more mundane, silly shit. And I think now they've they, they've basically dealt with the mic stuff. I think we'll, we'll end with that in in a moment, but they're in the end game of that one. The Harold one's done. Seemingly the Carl and Susan one's done. The Toad into Race one is done. Well, the Carl and Susan one, it sounds like they're just shagging again now with oh, yeah, people dropping hints and everything. And I reckon we're going to see a blue box next week. <laughs> oh, I think we are, because I've but, seen that in a promo. But it, it's like they've, so they've got all, it's like they had all the storylines for the opening the first few weeks. But instead of like carrying them on or dripping a little bit at a time so they last longer, they've they finished them all. So if you finish storylines with characters, you then have to start new ones. Mm. So are we just going to go on like a little bit of a, is it going to be month to month? You get some storylines, they're all done. Now we're doing something else with everyone. I don't know. Well, I think this is where you get, the the other kind of stuff bubbling under now, like I think like the Rodwells versus uh, the uh, Varga Murphys, I think 
possibly. That, yeah, new family. I think that's going to be one of the bigger stories. Like now they've kind of got rid of all this. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna let some of the other people get back, and maybe Leo will fucking do something. Well, um, yeah, he's had nothing. To, oh, there's one. There's there's an extra storyline that they kind of hinted at at the, the end, um, which was Therese is trying to buy the uh, land yes. where the school is, which that means yeah. there would be no school. Yeah, that's surely not allowed. You can't no. just fucking pull those at schools down and go, ah, yeah, what a new Costa. No, you can't. You can't, like, because it's Erinsborough High. It's not like a school for Ramsey Street. It's for the entire, like, area. Suburb, Suburb yeah. yeah. So you can't get rid of the school and then there'd be no school. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. sense. Makes no sense at all. But yeah, I think that's going to become a storyline. And then that's like, I I feel like we're wrapping this up now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is going to be the Jane story going forward is going to be save the school. Yeah. Little bits of falling out with Therese here. And, and Susan will help her out probably. Maybe in a consultant know. role. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we're not going to hear a fucking peep from Mike for a couple of weeks, I reckon. I'm going to make a bold prediction now. We will never see his face again. No, I don't think we will. I don't. Th- I think he is done. Not he even in a Zoom. Not even a Zoom call. I think he is done. I think literally one day Jane's going to get a phone call in three months' time and go, Mike, Mike. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike, yeah, yeah. He's dead. Bike crash. In Scotland. Shrug. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're probably right. That's that's what we're dealing with at this stage. We just gotta yeah. take each day as it comes. And if you know what, we get twenty two minutes of fun out of it, why not? Um it's still fun chatting about it at the end of the week. Um yeah. so- Absolutely. Yeah, good, good little prediction to finish it off there. So, neighbours, four is is four days a week. If you need something to scratch that neighbours itch on a Friday, that's us. That is Friday morning, Thursday evening. If you're a Patreon subscriber, which is you know we're recording this Thursday evening, I'm turning this round pretty quickly for you. So, yeah, this is a fucking great service. It's a great delivery service from JK. <laughs> and if you would like a uh, eight eight box Kallax delivering as well, slide in the DMs. I'll give you a good price. And uh, if you would um, like some sperm off me, <laughs> slide in the DMs. I'll give you a good price. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. <laughs>